The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Yeah. When you watching them birds play, thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Backstage politics, who's next on the trade block? Tune in to 4th and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. Anytime there's a whole game tailgate, we lit it. Cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E-A-G-L-E-S, we on, look. We from Philly. If you don't know, we run these streets the same way the birds run that NFC East. Giants is weak, skins is trash, Cowboys every season whoop that ass. It ain't no competition, we here for those who listen. Want nothing but the facts, that ego coalition. We could give two fucks about your trash ass team. Our concern is about that black, that white, that midnight green. The feathers on the helmet, bruh, hearts indebted. Fly, eagles, fly, what it's about, bruh. I said it, look up. But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? What's up, Philadelphia? We are live broadcasting from Wildfire Sports Studios. Welcome to the 4th and John 2018 Eagles Offseason Episode 4. Boys and girls, I hope you enjoyed your Easter, your Resurrection Sunday. Gail, did you go to church? I did not. Mike, did you go to church? Nah. Evan, did you go to church? Don't straight to hell. Trox, did you go to church? Eric, did you go to church? Oh, you are all heathens. <laughs> you all heathens. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Carson Wentz and Nick Foles would be so disappointed. I'm just playing with you guys. I didn't go to church either. And although I'm not a religious man, myself, not at least in a traditional sense, I do consider Sunday a holy day. Holy. And my congregation meets at the holiest of all churches inside of Philadelphia, and that is Lincoln Financial Field. And I am, they are my flock, I am their shepherd. We meet on parking lot F1, and this year, the football gods decided to reward us with a nice shiny silver trophy Surprise, named after St. Vincent. And although I'm not a, a religious man myself, Right? Holidays, especially religious ones, are always a good time to kind of reflect on oneself, or at least the situation you're in and how it pertains to your life. Resurrection. And I can't help but think that right now, Philadelphia sports in general, we don't touch on a lot of the other teams, but Philadelphia in general is in a resurrection to the top. Philadelphia is coming up to prominence. And first of all, let me congratulate the Villanova Wildcats hey, on, on winning that yeah, championship. Hey. Well done by you guys. Everybody's winning. So I hope you had a good Easter Sunday, and I hope that 10 years from now, we're all sitting around talking about how the Eagles won a couple Super Bowls, how the Philadelphia 76ers won a couple NBA championships thanks to the process 
that the Phillies finally get their act together and that maybe, maybe just maybe, the, the Flyers actually win a Stanley Cup, but also, too, bringing home those college championships. So thank you, Villanova. Mr. Gail Saunders. What's going on? He caught me mid-stretch. Mid-stretch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's hey, up, but, dude? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about winning, man. Winning is contagious. Yeah, and man. the city of Philadelphia or outside the city of Philadelphia, uh, people are getting dubs, and, it, you know, it's a great feeling. I, I like to see everybody get their dubs, you know. I'm, I'm a UConn fan, but I, I, I was happy for the Villanova, Villanova peeps, you know what I mean? Well, you went to UConn, didn't you? Nah, Western Connecticut. You State. went to Western Connecticut? State, yeah. Western Connecticut State. That's right. Now, was there any players ever drafted football-wise out of, out of your program? No, nah, no. Nah. No? Nah. Bad coaches. Had coaches. That's coaches. right. We saw one of the assistant coaches on the sidelines. Uh, Buffalo one time. Bills. He's a coach there. Uh, there's a couple at Cincinnati. They're around. awesome. 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 Working the social media and working the Periscope right now is one Philly Mike. Philly, how are you doing today? What's going on? Hope you all had a good Easter. Hope everybody that's listening had a good Easter. Isn't it funny, though? One of my friends on Twitter actually pointed this out, and I had no idea about it. The Pope came to Philly three years ago. Remember that? Mm. You guys remember that? Mm. I came to Philly. Of course, I come to Philly all the time. I mean, <laughs> that year, Villanova won, again, the national championship. And then, funny, three years later, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and now Villanova Wildcats won the championship again. Philly's moving on up, man. Mm-hmm. The Sixers yeah. are getting high right now. The question mark right, yeah, right now is the Phillies. Mm. Uh, uh, Gabe Kapler, I don't know. I hope, I hope he steps it up. But, uh, the game, the uh, game. Listen, man, that, that, just, that whole thing, just to touch on the other sports, and I realize we don't dabble much in the other Philadelphia teams here on this podcast, but you know what? It's the offseason, and we're going to talk about it. The Gabe Kapler thing just reeks of Chip Kelly to me. Like, it, like it just... Chip any, Kapler. Chip Kapler, because I see, like, a... <laughs> when, I, when I hear somebody talking to a microphone and talk way too fast with way too much confidence... First of all, like right? they're selling medicine and they're trying to get that legal thing yeah. in at the very end. Yeah, and and I I think Eagles fans or at least Philadelphia fans in general are kind of very suspect of individuals like that, and it's easy right now to name Gabe Kapler in that same kind of cut from the same cloth as like a Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it yet because it's only three games. I know they're playing right now. It's 162 games. In the city. It's 162 oh, games. <laughs> but you can't the city wants his ass out of here already. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. But you can't deny like people who come in under a new age of coaching thinking that they're going to revolutionize the game. Talk about simplifying the game. Mm. And in the process, overthink it. Mm-hmm. Like make the game way more complicated than it had yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Like like when Chip came in, it was all about the speed and the tempo and, you know, using a limited set of plays but being able to rattle them off really quick and that way the defense can't make adjustments. I mean, that, that was kind of the, the, the overall vibe of it. Mm-hmm. But what ended up backfiring is he made it way too complicated in the fact that you, now you're holding up signs, there's checks, check with me's, so the entire line gets down set and then pops up like a bunch of gophers and looks over to the sidelines. Mm-hmm. The plays are limited, so once they got the script on you, the book is out no matter how fast you go. And then uh, with all the off-season or, or, or rather like the stringent uh, things that he had the players doing, whether it be the health smoothies and stuff like that, the, the, the monitoring the sleep, it's almost like you're trying to make things easier but in the process of doing that, you're making it way too complicated. So if I'm going to give one piece of fourth of John advice to Gabe Kapler, don't fucking overthink it, man. Yeah. Do not overthink it. 
Working the soundboard is our boy Evan Bubblegum Ear, a, a temple boy. Yes. How do you feel about the Villanova championship? You see, I am one of the non, it seems like very few non-butthurt temple fans that <laughs> woke up this morning because I, I walked around a campus today where everybody, I, you know, represent your own school. That, that's fine. If you want to have pride in Temple, that's fine. But this is a Philadelphia school, and they just won a championship. And I didn't hear one single word about it today. From the Nobody teacher. said anything. Nobody said anything. Nobody like it never was happened. even wearing blue. And I'm just like, I get it. There's a rivalry. There's an inner city rivalry going on there. But, like, you just, Philadelphia just won another championship. I mean, Why can't you bask in that? Is that rivalry really deep? No. Well, I mean, if you go way back, yeah. But, like, Villanova has been so head and shoulders above every other school yeah. in Philadelphia right now with their basketball program for such a long time that it, like, it's it's compared that whenever Temple beats uh, Villanova, it's like their Super Bowl. They is Villanova a Philly Bowl. team? Yeah. Uh, are we, we, we going to go down I'm going to go there. I've been getting no shit about it on Twitter if as it gonna is. we're going to go down that route, I mean, I'm a South Jersey boy. I've lived in South Jersey my entire life. I am as much of a diehard as I feel like anybody else. And like for you, for you to tell me <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm over some sort of line that's been drawn in the sand, I can't be that much more of a fan. I, I, th I think that's blasphemous. I don't know. I, I kind of have the unique perspective on it in the fact that, I, I like yourself, uh, I grew up in, in Jersey. Some people call it South Jersey. Some people call it North Jersey. I would call it Central Jersey, but some would argue that that doesn't sort exist. of place doesn't even exist. <laughs> I would I would say I'm, I'm Central Jersey, although I did live in Philadelphia for three years, which in no way, shape, or form makes me qualified to speak on behalf of Philadelphians or about Philadelphia team, what isn't Philly and what, what's not. I, I, I can't answer that question whether Villanova is a, a, a Philly team or not what, because they're, you know, like 25 minutes away or whether they're, you know, like Temple is in the city. What, what I can say and suggest to Villanova fans, don't – it's your championship. It's yours. Enjoy it. I was rooting for you. I think everybody in this room was kind of rooting was, for yeah. you. Yep. Go Villanova. Yep. Yeah. When they, when they won, TV turned off, and we fucking forgot about it. It means it, 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 at this point, it means like it's for you. It's not for us. Yeah. So don't push it on. And I'm not even sure the Villanova people are pushing it on the rest of Philadelphia. Like let's say maybe on a slow news day, the rest of sports talk radio is kind of you know because six one zero two three two you know call yeah. in is is Villanova a Philly team or not. But I, I can imagine, like, it's like, hey, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and some Villanova kid's going to be behind me and be like, yeah, Villanova won the championship. Like, if that's if you're a Villanova alumni, if you currently go to the school, if you're a fan just for the sake of being the fan, if you had a parent to go to either one of the schools, just know that's for you. It's not necessarily going to be for everybody in the city. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let me get you guys' take on this, at least. What should get more love or an equal amount of love? A soul... The, so the Philadelphia Soul winning the championship or Villanova winning the national championship? Villanova winning the Oh, national Villanova. Championship. I completely yeah. agree, 100%. Yeah. 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 Soul's right now is like, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Although we, we did see the uh, the Soul super, what do they call it? The, the champions at that parade. Remember we all went down there? I oh, know. that was at Xfinity Live. Yeah, think yeah, I think they yeah. were just I mean, there was some play. there was some super fans of the Soul. Yeah, I got free Painted up. But but historically, I mean, Villanova is a school that's that's 
that's been there. I, yeah. don't, I don't think anybody really. It's got more roots in Philadelphia. It's got it's got more roots in Philadelphia. And and having not gone to a Philadelphia school, I don't know that I know there's some sort of weird d- dynamic between like Drexel and. I St. mean, can't we just and, agree that Philadelphia is a, a basketball city? There's if, a lot of history. Yeah, it's just great to see if we just Villanova win and and, and and people in Philadelphia be excited. If we just concluded that Villanova has more roots than the Philadelphia the Philadelphia soul, oh, can we therefore conclude that Villanova is a Phil, is a Philadelphia school? It falls under <laughs> the umbrella of Philadelphia sports. Yes. There, there's there's yeah. no That's there's exactly. no denying that. Shout out Big Shirley. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> why, why was he was he pro or anti? Oh, he's pro. He's pro Nova. His, he's pro. His Nova. tweets pro were on fire the whole night uh, last night. I know Nelson. Preaching. Nelson is a uh, Michigan, Michigan fan. fan. Yeah. yeah, he's all over the. That's why he's not here today. Arizona Diamond. Is, is that why he's not here? Probably. Today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't show up because he didn't want to get because that Michigan, Michigan loss. All right, well, bringing it back to the NFL before we got uh, before we got down here, um, I was reading uh, some tweets. I didn't have a lot of time today to kind of look over the timeline, but the one thing that did like pop right away was that uh, Brandon Cooks mm. on his way to uh. the Rams. What are the trade details on that? Does anybody know for sure? It's the uh, the Rams get a fourth round pick, and uh, they get uh, Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. and then they get a, for a first pitches. and a sixth, right? First, I, I believe it was a first and a six. Yep. Can the can the Rams just stop? Can they can they just <laughs> fucking stop? They're being right a now? threat, yo. Like, listen, <laughs> it is <laughs> su- it, it it is a off season like I can't ever remember in recent. So are history. you saying you're worried? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoa. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Listen, I'm not going to be one of those dudes like. You hear them all the time. Like, look, bro, I'm not scared of this team. I'm not scared <laughs> of that. Like, like the minute you start talking about being scared. <laughs> dudes want to be like, dude, I, like I'm not, I'm not scared of the Rams. It's it's Dream Team 2.0, man. It's just gonna fucking blow up in their face. It's it's Dream Team 2.0. I'm not scared. Nobody nobody's questioning your manhood or asking about the size of your dick, dude. You can admit <sighs> that the fact that the Rams are loading up, man. And it's such an interesting offseason, and I can't remember anything like it in recent history where you've got these NFC teams that are literally just it's an arms race mm-hmm. between the Eagles who have. Um, who are defending champions, obviously, and then load, and then getting a lot of players back via injury, so they're not big players in free agency, nor where they will be in the draft because of an overall lack of picks. You've got guys like the Vikings, teams like the Vikings, loading up with Kirk uh, Kirk Cousins there, signing uh, Kendall Wright as well. Yeah. All right, trying trying to load up to make that Super Bowl yeah. run, and then you've yeah. got the Rams. Like, what is their cap well, situation? Well, How the fuck? Tom Oresco really? just said that he's not even scared of the Rams either. He just well, said that on well, Twitter. Well, I mean, if you think about the Rams situation, there is the payday of Aaron Donald. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's waiting. Yeah. So they know they have to make this move now. Once they make that payday and golf. You, you, unless yeah, and unless golf, they move golf on is coming Donald. the same time as Wentz. I was so gonna say you we cannot the, afford yeah. all those players. So this could be a one and done deal. Do you think they could let this, Donald walk? Uh I mean he's year? one of the best players in the NFL. It's hard to let a guy like that out of the locker room, but he's gonna cost you some money and golf is gonna cost you even more money. What about Gurley? Is Gurley still? Yeah, Gurley's got to get paid too. So we, well, that's what I'm saying. If so you have that, all these that pieces. team. I mean, you look. You look at they. They got Peters. Marcus Peters has to get paid too. He's still on his rookie deal. And then you have a uh, chain snatcher. Uh, Talib. 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 <laughs> Justin, what's up, bro? There is no way that they're gonna let Aaron Donald walk. That's like letting Fletcher Cox walk from the Eagles or. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, and they're, they're going to do everything player. that they can to keep him. Like he's their foundation. 
the, they'll sooner keep Donald than all these other pieces that they brought in. But think about pay, you got to pay you got to pay golf you got to pay Gurley Gurley and you got to pay dude. Donald yeah. get the fuck and then you got to pay uh, Brandon Cooks yeah. soon, sooner or later. It's interesting though how how New England kind of like rented him for one year and then flipped him for for a first round pick because they traded. They gave the Saints their 32nd pick when yeah. they were champions, and now and they didn't. Gi- they, they didn't give him a new contract either, did they? Uh-uh. Patriots. No. Nope. So nope. he's still on his. Goddamn. 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 They probably still sip his straws right now too after that hit from Jenkins from <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I believe he'll it. He'll never be the same. No, nope, he will be the same. He'll <laughs> never be the same after <laughs> that one. I mean, I, I truly appreciate what the Rams are doing from like a yeah. football perspective. Like yeah. I think they're making some really smart moves, but at the end of the day, you, you have to make it fit together and that will come in the off season and you know they're gonna have to come together as a team right now they're for one year i mean basically one year before all these other guys that were homegrown talents got to get paid and all these other one-year contracts kind of move on i can't help but think too that part of this arms race is not only targeted for what the eagles did and a lot of people are kind of kind of following the Eagles' mold as far as bringing in veterans for one-year deals when you feel like you're going to, going to get ready to make that run. But also as well, you got to look to that owner's meet. Okay, let's say this. Owner's meetings just happened right now. A lot of rule change, changes, a lot of things were said in the owner's meetings that we necessarily didn't see coming. The overall Green Bay Packers uh, front office stood up there and said, listen, if we can't make kickoffs safer – we're just going to propose to eliminate them. So you, like, the way the CBA, CBA expires after the 2020 season, right? Uh, yes, nah. yes. Sure. 2021, there's going to be a lot of changes. That's even if they play. Like, you, you're you facing another lockout. Like, you can remember us day <laughs> oh, upon man. day upon day. That was brutal. Looking at NFL Network. I can remember just watching it for hours. Just anything yet, anything yet. Did they make any headway? Oh no, the team, the 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 sides are further apart. Yeah, the uh, the NFLPA uh, Players Association, they're they're on this side. Roger Goodell's on this, side. they're further apart today than they were yesterday. And then finally, getting it done for an abbreviated, uh, you know, training camp session, and then going into the season. Luckily, we didn't lose any football. Mm-hmm. But the way this CBA is going to be done moving forward, you're going to see a lot of things proposed, like guaranteed contracts. A lot of significant, not insignificant, significant yeah. rule changes. You might see the game change completely. So not knowing what the league is going to look like after the 2020 season, I don't blame some of these teams for trying to, like, load up, you know, now and make your Super Bowl run now while you know what the league looks like right now. And aren't you happy as an Eagle fan that you <laughs> – have that Super Bowl ring, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, there's no uh, monkey this, off the back. This new, this new, new uh, p- um, rule with the, the hitting mm-hmm. that the could that, not lower that, your head. That yeah. could affect some things. You think about Affects a lot of you things. think about the Malcolm Jenkins hit, hit and like, yeah. what that hit meant to the, that game. That could be a penalty next year. So uh, I'm just happy as a Eagle fan that w- we have ours already. Mm-hmm. And what's catch and what's not a catch is probably still not going to be determined to this day as it is. Because remember we mentioned last show that it was like be three be- steps, I think it'll be better. Step. Yeah. It'll be go- better going forward. But they just fixed that, and now you have this. So I, I'm like, why, dude? They, 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 they just fixed it to, to, yeah. to make it more 
let's say, offensive friendly, which the league has always trying to kind of trended towards anyway. Mm-hmm. They want higher scoring games. It's higher scoring games. I mean, just look at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, there was no defense in that whatsoever. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we look at that Super Bowl and say, my God, the Eagles, the Eagles punted once, and that was the only punt in the entire mm-hmm. game. Look at the score. Where was the defense? You, that's what the league might look like moving forward. No matter how good your defense is, mm-hmm. and no matter how much you stack the deck like the Rams are trying to do, the rules in place are always going to favor the offense. So, you know, it, 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 I don't know what this league is going to look like moving <laughs> forward, but uh, I don't blame some of these teams for, uh, for, for loading up there. Another thing that was discussed, especially during, uh, during uh, our owner's um, press conference is the the question of of the the Kelly Green again. Mm. It's again. like an every year thing. The, now. the Kelly uh, Green uh, again. Like like uh. like what? Players it, are mentioning it all over Twitter too about bringing Kelly happen, Green back. It happens every off season, yeah. and I would love to see the Kelly Green back. Mm. Uh, but I'd be lying if I didn't say mostly because so people would shut the fuck up about mm-hmm. it anymore. Like, the Kelly Green is what me and Gail kind of grew up in. I'm wearing it right now. He's wearing it. Yeah. If, if we're going into a pro shop, chances are we're going to grab some swag that's Kelly Green or the old-style logo just because that's what we grew up in. But I'm, I'm just – every every offseason, there's people in my mentions. There's people in my DMs. I'm watching videos on YouTube as to why they should bring back the Kelly Green. It's just like a parrot in my yeah. – it's like a tape record. Parrot. Bring back the Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Every offseason. <laughs> Bring back the Kelly Green. I could see it. Hey. I, it'll match Jalen Mills' hair, though. Better. Yeah, it will. <laughs> it's true. A I little can, bit better. I can, I can see it as like an alternate jersey, but let's be real. The Midnight Green of the champions. I mean, like, I've been a, like a big Kelly Green guy for, from like, yeah, buddy, bring it back. <laughs> but then after they won, I'm like, mm, you might want to hold on to that because it got you there. So yeah. let's... That's how I feel about it. Yeah, the big, the, maybe the part of the Thursday night football game. Bring the Kelly Green back just for that game. I mean, the, 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 yeah, the like color, a, rush, color game. rush game. Yeah, the yeah that's rush. what I'm saying. That's like what an they alternate jersey. I just think one time deal. Like that. Yeah, you know how hard it is to match a pair of kicks with the midnight green. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> a difficult yeah. color. It's a, it's a hard color <laughs> for, for a black dude. That's that's, that's black, <laughs> black man problems. <laughs> black man problems. But the, but the big uh, the big problem is of course the different colored helmets. That that's the big falling point, because even when you look at like let's say the Green Bay Packers when they go with their throwback uh, uniforms, the Miami Dolphins, the Chicago Bears, it's the same helmet, just either a different logo or no logo at all. So it's the same helmet. What they're trying to get around is like, okay, if you got a Kelly Green uniform, you need a Kelly Green helmet. You don't know how superstitious these football players are. Every helmet, it's like the first thing when they get into the NovaCare complex, when they're either a rookie or sign a contract, one of the first things that happen is they get fitted for a helmet. That is your helmet. You wear that helmet in. Now, they have the opportunity to go with a Riddell helmet, a shut helmet, whatever they want. And I think Riddell, if I remember correctly, Riddell's the only one that's able to display the logo at the top above the visor. If it's a shut helmet, which has some sort, some few like anti-concussion uh, padding in it. If you ever see a helmet with like the blue sticking out, that's a shut helmet. That's that's meant to help prevent concussions. But uh, that's their helmet, and it's worn in. Like they wear it all through OTAs, they wear it yeah, all man. through mini camps, they wear it all through training camp, all through preseason, and the season. So if you all of a sudden give somebody a Kelly Green helmet and say, "Here, same measurements, here's your helmet." 
that's almost like giving a baseball player the same size glove, the same make glove, but it's just not worn in. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just not worn in. So I think that's the big hurdling point. I don't know if you could just change the shell on it, replace the padding on yeah, it. I mean, you, they could if they really wanted to. I mean, like playing football, I'm used to like wearing it all through pre- preseason, yeah. all through you know training camp. It'd be it'd be kind of weird to have two helmets. I love, the but Ke- they they could though. I love the Kelly Green, but I just feel like I feel like it defines an era. Mm-hmm. Like like when people talk about bringing back the Kelly Green. I don't so much think about it as okay. They're trying yeah. to. They want to bring back the Ron Jaworski, Harold right. Carmichael. Uh, Those are a lot of errors, though. There's a, there is a lot of errors. Yeah, I mean that goes back. When, oh, when, yeah. when I what I think they're talking about when they're like bring back the Kelly Green is the Randall Cunningham, Jerome Brown, Reggie White, silver pants, mm-hmm. this logo, this flying yeah. eagle with the football in it on the shoulder pads, like the, like the early nineties. Those were fresh uniforms, man. They were fresh. Stuff. Those were fresh uniforms, but they define like an era. That that was that was the era that you and I grew up in, and but while I, but, it is nice but, to pay but even, homage, but even think about your your father and your grandparents that defined their era too. That defined their. I mean, era it went well. way back. You know, the, you think about how many how many years we've been in these uniforms. It's, it hasn't been that long. Actually, mm-hmm. what sixteen? Mid- midnight. Gra- no, it's been it's been. 20, well, pl- 20, 20 plus years. Damn, when was the black jersey yeah. introduced? Black jersey was introduced in like two thousand one. Oh, was that early? It was. Yeah, it was. It I was thought that it was like two thousand eight. And I'm, a, I'm sort of like a uh, Jersey of uh, aficionado. At that least, w- sense, at least when it comes to the Midnight Greens, because yeah. the Eagles uh, during we're, their draft sale yeah. were like, I have uh, fifty plus game used or game issued jerseys spanning from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and thirteen. Like, yeah, some of them are signed, some of them game used. You can see the scuffs. And so, like, I would ask the equipment manager questions about the jerseys. I have, like, a Todd Pinkston black one. It was mm-hmm. the second time that they won the, wore the black ones, mm-hmm. and I believe it was from 2001. But they changed to the midnight green. They were still in midnight green when Jeffrey Lurie bought or, – or still in Kelly green when Jeffrey Lurie bought the team in 1995. They switched in 1996. And for the most part has not changed whatsoever – from that point until now, here we are, 2018. So in the meantime, you think about other teams that have the Bills have gone through like five uniform changes. Yeah, yeah. the Browns. Were, were you, hey, do you remember when the uh, the Eagles had the midnight green jerseys and the midnight green? That pants? was the slickest yeah. look, man. Yeah, oh yeah, like that, absolutely. You know what it is? It's kind. Of, it's kind of akin to when the Seahawks before they changed their current setup. Remember, like, the first-generation modern Seahawk logo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about Matt Hasselback era. Yeah, where it Sean was Alexander. The, Sean Alexander, where it was the slate-gray jersey mm-hmm. and the slate-gray pants. I don't know why they did just on Midnight Green the whole fucking thing. I think that's the sickest look of them all. Yeah. Jeff Lurie, bring it back. Bring it back. Do you remember when they, when they had the Kelly Green and then the, the Eagles wore the black cleats? No, no. What are you talking about? The 1960 like well, tribute they, game? Well, they they were like they they're like one of the teams that brought back the, like the the black cleats. You're 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 a sneakerhead. Yeah, but it was so dope that they they all had black black cleats or black uh, turf shoes too. Shit was, shit was so fresh, man. What I'd like to I was say. Like, Setting trends. <laughs> the, 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 the problem with bringing back to Kelly Green is not like okay, like let's say you make it a third alternate. You get the rule approved at the owners' meetings. You get a third alternate uh, uh, jersey where you can change the helmet approved. Mm-hmm. You bring it back for two games a season. 
There's people out there that just want the Keller Green back like full fucking time, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't get. I can't. Uh, get that's down. all I was saying. Just bring it once like, a I year. I don't down. understand no so, why people are so against it because I still see people walking around in the freaking yellow and blue Go throwback. Multiple. That was that, terrible. That, yeah, it was awful. It was the that ugliest that, jersey that of all awful. time, and I see people walking around in that one. You know, but if you go time. multiple, like you think about. I see dollar signs. Yeah, you know what I mean? As an owner, and that's they, money to be made and if they, you sell And they them. know that. I mean, th- there was a point in time where I, where I was working for the Eagles where I was convinced that it was never going to happen. And the reason being is because I was inside the building and just Jeffrey Lurie, more so Christina Lurie, was so against she's bringing back the Kelly Green <laughs> that it was midnight. That every year it was from the marketing team, mm-hmm. right? Uh, even back when McDermott was there. Hey, we have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> They'd slide it across the table and be like, uh, why don't we bring back the Kelly? Gr-? And it would just get flat out denied. Mm-hmm. Flat out denied. Now that Christina's still with the team, but it's more Jeffrey Lurie's show to run, now all of a sudden you start to see that opening up where they're trying to uh, propose things where they could bring in a secondary helmet to bring it back. I just wouldn't want to see Kelly Green, like the Eagles get up as it is. In Kelly Green, I just, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't get down with that. And you know what's funny? I remember just last time, year, bro. Just I remember Jeffrey Lurie talking about this last time. year, and I found the article real quick. He said, he said in his own words, "I would love it, love it, love it to be able to bring the bring the Kelly Green back." He said, "We're working with the league to try to get a second helmet. We yeah. do not really think the Midnight Green helmet and the Kelly Green uniform would work. I don't think it matches very well." And nah, that would be true. Yeah. Another one, you rich motherfucker. No. And, he's, and he said he's trying real hard to try to get the cu- the Kelly Green color back and put it on the helmets. So the real issue is it's not just not really the jersey part; it's the helmet part yeah, that the league's having an it's, issue. Yeah, it's the helmets now. So it, obviously, it's been a whole thing about it. I mean, I completely remember him mentioning it last year, so I had to look it up. I really think he's going to go all out, full out, trying to get that bring that Kelly Green back. Me, I, I'd rather have. You know they they have the alternate blacks. I mean, I'd rather. I love the black jerseys. Don't get me wrong. Sprinkling me a couple games with the Kelly Green. Unpopular take. I don't like the black jerseys. I like the white jerseys. I li- uh, uh, hold this on, guy. Hold on. Before you totally like <laughs> come on, like the, the bus being like white on white. And I do like the white on white. I like I think, the white jerseys. All right, all right, all right, like, Did you like Mark Sanchez on that white on white when he was here? Then I didn't like Mike Mark Sanchez. <laughs> on anything. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, the 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 black jer. Piccolo tweeted out a photo. Here's what I could get down with, and and tweet tweet him and see if and see if maybe he can repost that photo. Okay. It, I think it was Sidney Jones, and it was like a gray jersey with yeah. green lettering. Oh, yeah. Trox is shaking his head. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was. What? His, I, I would love yeah. that look. You don't have to change the helmet. Mm-hmm. You go color rush with like the gray. I like it. It's okay. Here it is. Right. What do you think, Justin? Uh, I have one of those color jerseys for Michael Vick. Do you? Yeah. Is it yeah. one of the Chinese knockoffs? Kind of Absolutely. Fresh. It's kind of fresh. It's, it's pretty chi- fresh. That look, that look, that's a good look right there. It's a nice yeah. little look. Yeah, save that photo. Tweet it out for me. Tweet uh, it out and, and see, would you, rather, would you rather this or the black jerseys? I, I would I wear the dude. hell out of that. That's yep. hot. Yeah, no, that, that's a good look. I don't want them changing the wing at all. What I'd like to see them do is the just... The wing's nice, though. But you could, in, in, it's, in the, gra- a, in the it's, green? It's in the green, yeah. I mean, you, uh, it's you, pretty good. But have you also seen that photo of the mocked-up Carson Wentz? In the Kelly Green, yeah, with this looks fresh too. Yeah, yeah. You need to talk to some people. <laughs> what I, what I'd like to see is just them like update the look. Yeah, like the, like I wouldn't want them to deviate from the midnight green, but let's try to spice it up a little bit. But I'm, I'm gonna give you props for the the white 
actually during the during the playoff not not playoffs but I mean during the uh, end of the season they wore the white on white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. I remember well, seeing Aguilar and his shit was like pretty tapered up, nice. I searched clean. high and low last season for a white military Sidney Jones jersey. Those were fresh as hell. Couldn't find them anywhere. Uh, Probably because he wasn't the, on the field. The, the white on white. I know people hate them. I just think it. it <laughs> I just think it makes the green pop. I'm. I'm sorry. Like the oh, mi- nah. I think it makes the green. Yeah. Like the green lettering. I like the tampon white jersey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Speak- what do we got here? Fucking comedian. Speak- speaking of uh, uh, of fresh new new threads, uh, we, we we do have a new shirt out, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it is uh, our response to the Vikings fans, kind of making that uh, fuck Philly shit, shirt. Dude. Which, Does anybody want to buy my shirt? Which I, oh, which one uh, certain podcast guy I think got reported and and, and taken down. We uh, we introduced the Skull Baby shirt, which you can uh, purchase on the Wildfire Sports uh, page underneath the Fourth and John tab. Uh, they're selling pretty quickly. Uh, we're definitely wearing them for the season opener, which I, it, it is yet to be confirmed, right? But it's pretty strongly rumored that the Vikings game will be Week One Thursday Night Football. Yes. First to uh, to open up the season. Oh, that's gonna be so great! Mm-hmm. And we're we we, we, we just right been back in their place. Oh, we just been owning the Vikings like it's nobody's oh, business. God. We 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 ended their 2016 undefeated streak. We won the coin flip. We beat them on the Alshon Jeffrey sweepstakes. We uh, beat them in the NFC Championship game. We won the Super Bowl in their stadium. Now they're gonna have to sit there and watch us raise the banner. Oh, by the way, in addition to the skull shirts, the night before. We are going to do our own skull chant on the art museum steps. Hey, we're going to do we're going to we're going to do Foles. Yes, Foles chant just to show them once again whose house they're going on and that nobody disrespects Philadelphia, especially when we're wearing that ring. And now you're stepping into the champion's house. Speaking of f- fresh threads and fresh things to wear, we got a special guest in the studio. His name is Eric. He uh, he owns Illustrative Creations, and he is one of the de- main designers or one of the guys who contributed contributes to the NFL My Cause My Cleats uh, program. Eric, pleasure to have you in the studio, man. Can you can you tell us a little bit about like what you do with these cleats, bro? Absolutely. Uh, thank you for having me. First Absolutely. of all, go yeah. birds. Go birds. Um, <laughs> go yes. Birds. Uh, over. Yeah, man. I'm I'm definitely you know big into you know football, of course. And then you know somehow I got started with uh, cleats. I saw something on TV one day. Actually, former Eagle Deshaun Jackson had on some cleats. I was really excited about that, and I wanted to give it a try. Um, it then, you know, just took off and blew up from there. And as you see, so many, you know, players and teams right. are taking place in, you know, the My Cause, My Cleats. And, you know, they're allowing players to, you know, wear different pairs of cleats and, you know, show their creativity and show so much about themselves. Um, I know we're all excited the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I mean, I had uh, Malcolm Hell Jenkins yeah. this year. I had uh, Najee Good, Jalen so, Watkins. So, so when so. you say you had them, that you, you designed cleats for them that yeah, they wore? Yeah, absolutely. On the field? Absolutely. So you you designed the cleats that Malcolm Jenkins Jenkins and Absolutely. then wore on the field. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. Yes, so, are those so. the uh, the Under Armour cleats? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, I tweeted. Yes, I actually yes, tweeted those yes. out. Actually. So yeah, man, it was a big deal. I was really excited because again, you know, being an Eagles fan, I wanted to be a part of it somehow, some way. So being able to finally get an Eagle, I've done with mess with different players throughout the league. Rattle some off, man. Oh my gosh. Uh Arian Foster, Terrell Suggs. Wow. Oh, nice. T Sizzle. Yeah, keep sizzle. it going, man. Yeah, keep sizzle. it going. Um, Who else? 
D'Angelo uh, Hall, uh, Bashar Breeland, a lot of Redskins. And it was so crazy. When I first got into this, um, I reached out to Bashar Breeland because I'm heavy into college football. Right. So, you know, I knew the kid had talent. Um, and I was able to, you know, get in contact with him on Instagram. And he gave me my shot. Um, I was able to go ahead and meet him. And my first time dropping off some cleats, I actually had to follow their bus to the airport. When I get there, I come out of my car. I got a big Eagles tag on the front of it, bro. Eagles headrest, everything. Their manager's like, ho, ho, brother, you can't. No, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Bashad, come here, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, listen, man, I got your cleats. So, you know, I was able to, you know, link up with him and um, just continue to work throughout the league. So, finally, this year, I was able to get uh, an Eagle player. And then uh, once I got Malcolm, Malcolm passed uh, passed the word off to Jalen. Jalen passed it off to Najee. Um, There are a couple other players were interested Trey Burton um but I think he really was just waiting for the my cause my cleats thing and I just was like listen I have like 40 pair of cleats I'm working with right now um Eric Kendricks uh we just talked about the Vikings yep, and yep, that yep. terrible team um yeah <laughs> <laughs> I uh I work with him as well um Jerron Brown he was actually with the uh, the Cardinals at the time and uh again there's just been so many different you know pairs I've been able to get a chance to work on so it's it's been pretty cool now you 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 hand paint all these hand paint and airbrush yes hand paint and airbrush and how long does it take you to rattle off like a pair of cleats <sighs> yeah about that um <laughs> <laughs> it actually depends uh most of the time the athlete just puts it in my hands to you know decide what I want to do mm-hmm. um and it can go anywhere from you know three, four hours to two, three, four days. It just depends on what it actually is, um, you know, and how, you know, difficult and complex I want it to be. I see. I see. Now, has anybody ever come to you with the design or an idea that, that you were like, like, I don't know if I could put this on a cleat or the league might not approve of this. Like when, when, when it comes to my cause, my cleats, do the players have like full autonomy? Like I'm, I can put whatever I want on the, on the, now it's always for a good cause, obviously, but is there ever a thing where it's like, you know, maybe this can go on a cleat, maybe the, or the league gets involved because you're you're di- you're dealing directly with the players. Correct. Is there a third party with the league has to approve it too, or is it just no. fully? No, go? it's it. The rule is this, as such, and I've seen it with my own eyes. If it goes with the uniform, you're good. So there have been different ideas that I came up with. Again, um, I worked with Bashad Breeland was initially started. I hate the Cowboys. You guys hate the Cowboys. It is what it is. I uh, wanted to do something with the spear going through the star, shattering the star. He was kind of scared to do it. He's like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I may get in trouble. Don't be a pussy. Listen, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead ahead and do it, man. But, um, no, um, as long as it has the team colors, you're absolutely fine. Uh, I have had one player get fined, though. I don't want to brag about it. I actually was a little pissed. Um, Niles Paul, he had a uh, he's big into uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So a partner of mine, we actually paired up and we did a Dragon Ball Z themed cleat, um, which is actually on my on my uh, Twitter. If you take a look at it, you can see it on what, there. What, what, what's the at and the Instagram at so people can follow? Oh yeah, follow. at Illustrative underscore Creations and it's C R E eight I O N S. Um, you'll see it as soon as it pops up. It looks just like Niles Paul as a Dragon Ball character. Well. <laughs> For whatever reason, the NFL, they showed it on, you know, their their site. They put it on different things, and then the league flagged it, and they fined them $6,000 for it. So I was just like, yeah, that was that one particular time. But other than that, no, there are no... um, There are no restrictions. Uh, And even with the whole My Cause, My Cleats, uh, that whole program in general, you work with... uh, Shriners Children's Hospital. I've worked with United Way. I've worked with just different charities who they just want their logo on there, and you can pretty much do whatever it is you want to do. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Very cool. Very well done. And not only did he was he nice enough to bring in his cleats and kind of show us, like, 
the way he does it. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing a video right here on, uh, what is this, Twitter? On Twitter. On Twitter of awesome. him actually. Check it out, man. It's him actually airbrushing and getting these cleats prepared up. But uh, you were joining the Wildfire Sports yes, family, yes, my yes, friend. Yes, uh, yes. Hey. Tell yes. us about the show, bro. Uh, because I feel like it is the name of the show. Um, it's a show that basically just features myself and a few of my buddies, you know, around the round table like you guys here. Shooting the breeze, talking about sports, entertainment, fashion. Uh, again, you know, we're heavy into all of that. And it's, you know, about Sports all around, football, baseball, basketball. Um, and, of course, we're going to talk about the Birds. We're going to talk about the Cowboys. We're going to talk about the Sixers. We're also going to, you know, I'm not a fan of LeBron, even though I do want him to come to Philadelphia. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, you're able to yeah. put that aside. Yeah, I, I will put that aside. I will put that aside. And, uh, you know, between, again, I think I told you guys earlier, one of my guys, again, he's an Eagles fan. Another one's a Bills fan. The other one's a Cowboys fan. Somehow we make it work, and we don't have, oh, you know. The Bills fan must be full-on war. Yeah, the yeah. Bills fan. Yeah. It's, it's what, crazy. What we went know? to four what? straight Super Bowls. <laughs> 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 like, like back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't man. win any of them, but. <laughs> he always throws that out there, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, second place counts for nothing. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Is it, want... Isn't it nice as an Eagles fan now to kind of like brag about like oh my how many rings you got? Yes. Well, we'll, we'll just put that all to bed. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I, uh, I, 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 was, I was sitting in line, just a quick story. I was sitting in line at a store with like, with like my mother. We were checking out, and the guy in front of us, we were all decked out in our Eagles gear, as we are most days, especially mm -hmm, after winning the Super Bowl. And this guy turns around and says, hey, nice shirt. And then we got to talking to him in line. And he ends up being an Eagles fan. So we were going back and forth with Super Bowl, you know, stories and stuff like that. And we were talking about the night at at, at uh, Keene and, and the NBC Sports Philadelphia was there. And then going out on Broad Street. And my mother says, man, that was the best night of my life. And the dude turns to me. He goes, you know, your son's right here. And I said, listen, man, someday I'm going to have to lie to my kids, too. No, it, it, it was the best night of my life. And in fact, I hadn't, I, I don't I don't realize why. But I hadn't gone back and really kind of looked at the footage of that night when we were all together partying it up. But man, like, like, what a night! I don't think it's still even fully sunk in that it yo, can't. we, we no won way. that There's shit. There's no way, man. I I know when we actually, I can tell you for about eight seconds, I didn't realize that we won. It was like the ball was in the air, it hit the ground. Yeah. I'm still like. Wait, it hit zero. And then I got all excited. I jumped. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. I'm running all around the house. The kids, the wife, they're looking at me like, what? We did it. I'm like, yes, finally. But like you said, it hasn't sunk in. It definitely hasn't sunk in all the way. There's, there's like, you know, we were just talking about like religious holidays. There's before Christ and after. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like before Super Bowl and after. It's, yeah. it's just completely, uh -huh. two completely different eras. Our lives have changed forever. And my, and today is my father's birthday. He's on the Eagles drum line. Happy, Happy, Happy birthday. Turning 60 and like on the car ride down to, he wanted to see the Liberty Bell today. Yeah. He just, he never seen the Liberty Bell. So He's like, already I, seen one piece of Philadelphia history. Now he needs to see the other. Piece. Well, he was in the piece of Philadelphia history. That's right. He's on the drum line. He was actually on the lead float. Awesome. You, <laughs> can you imagine the tears rolling down my face yeah. seeing the Lombardi held up and my father in the fucking oh, Super Bowl parade? Life's complete right there. Oh, uh, dude, like, like, just, just check that one off the box so dude I'm, I'm i'm good on that so anyway he says like his mother passed away at 67 and there he is 60 and i'm just like thank god like so many other younger people uh -huh. like thank god my parents got to see one exactly. before 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 they went on you mentioned you're a big college uh football buff absolutely all right so i'm gonna let yale and you kind of talk it out sure pick 32 <laughs> there's you know there's a lot of things that they can do mm -hmm. including trading out of the pick which there's they a, should do which they should do okay there you go all right, Gail, talk about I'm, it. I'm in favor of that. Yeah. I, I mean, we, before the show, we were talking about a little bit about, you know, 
there's a lot of players in that range that could be, you know, like if you could move back into the top of the second, yeah, you can get two two fantastic players. Absolutely. And now, w- w- now, I mean, thinking about this team, uh, this pick number thirty two could be a luxury pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go anywhere. Where where would you like to go in the draft? Um, if I'm keeping the pick, uh. And, again, you know, no one wants to really trade with us. As you see, Howie's pulling <laughs> a little Houdini move. No one really wants to. Little finger. Yeah, do any, you know, do any moves with us. But if I'm keeping the pick, um, I personally want to go running back. Um, Ooh, and I like it. Yeah, my reason for wanting to go running back. There's a lot of hate for running back on the TL right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't get that. Allow me to interject. It's not a, not a college football buff, at least mm-hmm. as far as, like, the players and everything go. Gotcha. But. I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Ajayi doesn't get a contract extension, plays out the rest of his rookie deal, because A, you don't know how long that knee is going to last. B, you don't want to pay him for big money. Then you're going to be let, like, I, I, there was once a point in time where I thought Darren Sproles was cooked. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm seeing on the Instagram, right, all this rehab. Uh, he's unbelievable. Homeboy's man. looking good. Yeah. Like, he's like even the Energizer Bunny. But too. even still, how long do you expect him to last? Thank you. So, really, all you're left with, and it's not a bad option. But it's Corey Clement, who I think is more of a Corell Buckhalter than he is a Brian Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the compliment running back. He's the second head of the two-headed monster. So, at some point, you were going to have to reinvest in that running back position. No better way than taking a stud at 32 that, uh, you know, you, you can get for cheap. Well, I, th- I think the thing that people – the thing that I hate the most, people on the TL, when they, when they talk about don't pick a running back at 32 – but then they can't name a player in that range. Like I want you name me some, you name me ten prospects in that range. And if you can't name me any prospects in the range, I know you haven't done your homework. Yeah. So if <laughs> if you look at the board and the way it potentially falls to us, you have the top notch running backs waiting there at thirty two. You have like second tier. You know, people are like, oh, we need an offensive lineman. You'll have about like second tier offensive yeah. linemen sitting there. Yeah. You might have some, you know, sec- first to second tier linebackers in that range too, waiting there at the end too. What were you gonna say? If you, but we do, we can all agree that we need offensive linemen still, regardless, right? Yeah. Whether or not yep. there's gonna be second tier guys there. So if we don't take a guy there, doesn't that mean if we want to draft someone later in the draft that that's gonna be a third, fourth, fifth tier guy? I mean, there are some players that are in, in range in the fourth round that you can give you can give you some. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there, but but like, but if you think about like, okay, you, you talk about the the repeat. It's yeah. the most important thing. Nothing above the repeat. Above and you the repeat. I'll pound the table. If you if you put a a Darius Geis or you put a a Ronald Jones or a Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle. Michelle. into this <laughs> into this offense, uh, an electric running back, a guy who could break a home run run into this already high-powered offense, you're thinking about, I mean, you're thinking about a big jolt to this offense. Absolutely. And that's why I mentioned I I personally would not go offensive lineman just because and if I were, I would trade back to get one. There are plenty of, you know, great tackles, uh, interior linemen, you know, throughout the course of the draft that we can pluck from, you know, plenty of schools but like you said it's a luxury pick at 32 if i'm going to keep 32 i'm either going 
Mr. Jones over USC, uh, Sony Michelle. I'm not a fan of dear of, of Mr. Geis. That's just me. Okay. Um, but if I were to again take a home run hitter, we're talking with Sony Michelle. We're talking about Geis. We also have um, Hines over at NC State. Um, there are a ton Mind of players Hines. who, yep. yeah, who I'm just like I will go ahead and take. Um, you also could go wide receiver because I'm still not sold with the future of wide receiver as well. Are you and thinking I, like a DJ Moore? Or are you thinking? At, God, get out of my brain, bro. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like that's the type yeah. of player that. Philadelphia fans would love. They would, you know, see him every week. Also a Philly native. Also a Philly native. And I like what Howie's doing with that as well. He's bringing a lot of the hometown guys here. It's meaning a lot more to them. And they're playing, you know, for their city uh, with Worley, with um, Clement. Well, you know, peace out, Vinny Curry and everything. But <laughs> at the end of the day, there are plenty of players who could jump in right now and help us out. And again, it's about the repeat, bro. I definitely understand and agree. You know, because like when you had the Cowboys and they implemented Ezekiel Elliott into that off offense, they had the the offensive line and that offense like took off. Yes. I mean, you get a guy like an electric running back, and then you look at our contract situation, it, it could make sense. Yeah, I it can is, make. It is ahead. it is refreshing though, as as you look around the league, and we spoke earlier about you know the arms race that is the NFC, uh, especially. And 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 to the Patriots to some extent, you know, with with their acquisitions that they're making now and to kind of stocking up on draft picks, um, that the league itself is kind of getting back to some old timey football, if I can use a hockey reference, old time <laughs> old timey football, where it's a, where it's like a strong running game, a quarterback that fits the system, and just nasty overall defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you take a look at the board. You take a look at the board of the teams that are making pushes. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's the mo. You can you can control the clock with the run game. You can chew up the yards. You can you can play nasty defense. Mm -hmm. It's a little old timey. Yeah. I like it. I mean I, I you know the 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 key for our offense we were so balanced. We could run. We could we could pass when we needed to. Mm -hmm. And then we had a defense that yeah. was amazing. <laughs> and we had versatile defensive pieces. Um, speaking of versatile defensive pieces, I think at the end you could also look at cornerback and safety there's there's a lot of players uh, uh, justin reed mm -hmm. uh, uh dante jackson yeah. uh, uh mike hughes i mean there, there's players there if you think about our our uh our safety issue we're gonna we have a lot of mo money tied up into the safety position yeah. so somebody's got to go all right well, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get it to uh mike for the twitter questions uh eric i'm also gonna ask you to chime in on this and trox if you can grab a mic as well at, at, at any certain point, uh, feel free to answer on Mike's Twitter questions. So fire away, sir. All right. First question is from Kath Mandu513. says, how early in the draft do the birds take a tight end? Gail. <laughs> I mean, uh, the guy that's Dallas. Draft, draft Twitter is in love with is Dallas Goder from South Dakota State. Um, I think you can go in the fourth round. There's a guy, uh, um, Dalton Schultz. From uh, Stanford, uh, he's he's kind of kind of a versatile guy. He he works underneath Ertz. Ertz and him work out together. He's a do it all guy. I think you could go in the fourth round. Eric, you got any? Um, I want to say the uh, the tight end for South Carolina. His his, mind, his name is not clicking right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have him again, like third or fourth, if we happen to have one. Be being a being a total and again not college football buff and not knowing all the players, the answer is kind of. Simple. If they don't do tight end at 32, they're going to be waiting a while. Yeah. Unless mm -hmm. Howie works some Howie magic, yeah. <laughs> which, of course, we know he's able to do, especially mm -hmm. with a plethora of defensive backs that he can use as trade bait, maybe move up, package one of those fours and a, and a DB and move up in the third or maybe get a second-round pick. You know, you might see it there. But if it stands right now... Yeah, I mean, the fourth round, I mean, it, but if you look at their 
their uh, pre-draft visits already. They're really sniffing around uh, fourth round, fifth round guys. I mean, you, Dalton Schultz, Troy Fumagalli, uh, Durham Smythe, Chris Herndon, Jalen Samuels, Tyler Conklin. Conklin. Uh, those guys all could be in play. And when you say sniffing around, uh, if you have the opportunity, visit fourthandjohn.com because they we list all the visits that the Eagles have made. So you can kind of look down that list, see those groupings of players, and kind of get an, an idea of what position yeah. they might be looking to target in which round just based off of the visits that people they're bringing in. And I'm, I'm, I'm constantly changing the grades that I, I think that they're going to go in. So come draft day, you, you, you'll get a good idea of how the draft is going to fall to us. So... Excellent. Next question, Mike. Uh, next question is from at Jason Rizak. I guess that's his last name. Uh, but he says, is King coming to Philly? <laughs> I, 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 knew, I knew someone was going to bring this up. I would love to have King coming over to Philly. I, 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 I just saw it. I just saw a, a report. I didn't read the article. I apologize that, that Gruden let him go, not necessarily for money, but for personality-wise. Personality. I mean, if you were going to... <laughs> Bring in a guy like Michael Bennett, who's a quote-unquote distraction. I don't see why you don't bring in a guy like King. All the dude does is he's a little weird, and he dances on the field. Yeah. Like, I like a punter with a little bit of swag. I, I, I break, if he, Donnie had plenty of swag. <laughs> Listen, it, it's, ex, it's expensive. Like, he's yeah. going to come at a price. But if he's the type of guy that's like, look, I'm a punter. I just want to go to – I want to get that ring. I want to be a, on a contender, and I want to be in a place where I know my swag is going to be embraced. What better place than Philadelphia? Maybe he lowers the price. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they really like Cam Johnson. Uh, I mean, he, they're only paying him four hundred ninety-eight thousand. That's, nice. that's what that's I wanted nice to get at. Tag. Is if we're trying to rebolster this this locker room and all that, like, are we going to go and drop big bread on the biggest punter out there, or like? We're going to focus on plus we're, not, we're not trying to punt anyway with this high offense. That's what I'm offense. saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cam Johnson is another guy that they worked out in pre-draft visits last year. So they've been on him for a long time. They're going to give him a shot to win this Plus, if you, do, if, you, if you don't give a guy like that a shot. Now, I, I, like, I'm in, I'm in favor of King just for the material. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the memes and the, the, and the gifts and everything. Like, like, yeah, I, 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 am, I am just saying it for selfish reasons. But also, too, if you decide to go in a different direction but keep that punter that we currently have Cam on, the, Johnson. Cam Johnson on the roster or on the practice squad, kickers and punters get pilfered all the time. And you, look, you have to look no further than Jake Elliott, who was pilfered off the Cincinnati Bengals yep. practice squad when we grabbed them off of there. So Didn't guys who have team. talent... Guys who have talent are going to get taken off your practice squad. Just because he's stashed him there doesn't mean he's going to stay there. So maybe you do at that price tag with that young kid, you, you, you pass up King. All right, we got another question from A. Siaka. He says, if you take the entire roster, who wins at the over-the-top rope Royal Rumble style match? So you guys know the Royal Rumble ordeal? Yeah, yeah. Take a player from the roster that you think will win the Nigel Royal Bradham. Rumble. Nigel Bradham. He, he, he flattened people like a Nigel bunch of bad boys. I was going to say Jason Peters. I think Jason, Jason Peters, Peters would wreak would, 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 would be like sexual chocolate. He'd be like <laughs> Mark Henry, like a strong dude that's going to eliminate like four or five. Like, you know, when sexual chocolate, right? He, cut, <laughs> he comes down to the ring. You know, he's not going to win it. But he's going to eliminate. He's going to do like, some damage. He's going to do yeah. some damage. I feel like Jason Peters would be that. Lane Johnson is Lane. my big show. You know yeah. what I mean? Just just choke slamming dudes outside. Guy with Jason Pierce would be the Mark Henry. You know Mark Henry? Yeah. 
Yeah, that he would be in the market. Just just said. Said. That's what I just said. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that part. My B. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mark Henry. How you gonna disrespect Fletcher Cox? Country strong, oh, Fletcher Cox. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. gonna wear that green the, mask the he Lucha wore. Libre. The Lucha Libre. <laughs> 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 Super Bowl interviews. Yes. Fletcher you got me, Mikey Chris Long, coming in there like John Cena. Yeah. Poor, poor Jake yeah. Elliott would be thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like that, uh, what was that little Italian dude with the snake with sock? Uh, Ray, not Ray Mysterio. No, the same. Oh, fuck it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right, God. Uh, Twitter question. Next question up. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find another one. Uh, so from Red 15 says, What home game are you interested in seeing? And what away game are you guys interested in seeing in the Eagles' upcoming season? Every single one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every home, minute of every yeah, game. Yeah, home game, we're already there. Yeah. It's the home opener. It's going to be tough. Prices, I heard prices are going up. Prices are going up. Yeah. $200. Yeah. I, the, away, uh, the, away game, the away game I can't wait to see is to it just finally silence all the people out in L.A. who think that their team's getting bolstered and we're just going to go back out to their stadium and just Take stomp on their neck one more time just to let them know who's boss of the NFC. Yeah, somebody brought up, like, wouldn't you be scared? And again, we're using the word scared. Are you scared of the Rams if you met them in the NFC Championship game and you had to fly out there or they had to travel out there? Any away game in Los Angeles for the Philadelphia Eagles is a home it's game. A home. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a home yeah. game. They're just going to take it over. So I'm, I've been there. I've done that. I've seen the stadium. I've seen how those fans roll. Eagles fans will take it LA's over. LA's a transplant city. And that, people that stadium is trash, though. The stadium is real trash. It's got some yeah. history, but it's yeah, trash. Yeah, but it's, but it's super-duper trash. Yeah. Like, the audio system. Trash. Oh, my God. It's, 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 it's uh, unbelievably piss-poor. Away game. Uh, you know what? We're, we're thinking about doing a road trip to Tennessee. Not or that it's a good game, just because it's within driving distance. Mm -hmm. Of course, we'll be there for... Probably Washington again. We'll be New there Orleans. Forward. There's the uh, Tampa Bay game yeah. that people are talking about. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta have to save your money. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, You gotta have to pick yeah. wisely. The, the big coin game is gonna be either New Orleans or Tampa. I think I can only speak for myself. I'm out for London. I, I would love to go to London, I but I saw the price tags. I'm like, nah, Dude, I'm nah I can't it, do it. 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 It's I'm be, a college student, man. <laughs> <laughs> I eat ramen noodles. I ain't flying out to London. It's gonna be three stacks just to get out there. Yeah. You well. know what I mean? It's good between the ticket air. Fair and hotel, you're talking about 2500 at least. Unless we get sponsored, hey, <laughs> or some London town folks are like gonna put us up. Y'all got any of them sponsors? You got any more on them sponsors? <laughs> hey. Listen, you want some of the best digital content that any fan base can bring you? Sponsor with, with your logo all over it, sponsor everywhere. And John team. Yeah, we, we, if you sponsor us, we'll do any road game <laughs> under under your banner. And we so, only uh, fly first class. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you can strap me to the wing as long as, I, as long as I get out there. We got any more of them? Yeah, we'll do one more question from our good buddy, Brother Frank. He says, give one scorching hot take for this upcoming NFL season. One hot take for this whole entire season. Rams go 9-7. and seven. Is Nine and e seven. Is it Igor later or just NFL? Uh, NFL. Uh, the 49ers win the AFC or the NFC West. I was just about to say 49ers make the playoffs. Mm. Uh, oh, they're not making the playoffs against the Rams. The Browns make the playoffs this year. Whoa! Oh, oh! Eric from the back with the scorching eye. In it. Justin, <laughs> Justin, you got it? You got one? Uh, not really, no. Oh, you had, you had the <laughs> you mic had on. You, you had the mic to your lips, and you look. You had that thinking face on. Yeah, I just hanging out. The, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, the, the New England Patriots will implode, 
and yes. be completely done this season. Ooh, just the dynasty's just, over. Just remember it. There's I, no Brandon I, Cooks either. I, I will pound the table on this, just as I pound the table on a lot of other things. Remember this, New England Patriots fans. Who's the team that ended the dynasty? Who's your daddy? Because you guys don't realize it yet, but you're done. You're cooked. It's over. It is. It was over. a fun ride. I saw, it was it's fun over. Ride. I saw. I saw some Patriots fans at my job, and, and they couldn't look me in the eye. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over." And I think secretly in the back of their heads, they don't want to believe it. it. Yeah. They know they, it, but they know it. Yeah. They they know it. And then done. if Gronk happens to retire, or if they lose Gronk. Oh man. And there, there's a lot of talk coming out of their locker room right now about um, the oppression of Bill Belichick. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk, it's, especially after Lane Johnson brought it up. But oh, like yeah. it's coming out from their own players now. Oh, I'm yeah. sure Brandon Cooks the has saying something or wanting yep. to be traded too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Brandon Cooks has to say something about that he wanted to be traded, be out of there. Listen, yeah. when when you're win, winning cures everything, but when you lose a Super Bowl and you see the other side mm-hmm. coming out the Meek Mill mm-hmm. and being able to express themselves <laughs> and being able to be woken and woven as we say. Yeah, woken and woven over Woken him. and woven. I mean, you look at that other sideline, you're like, damn, those guys are having fun and they're winning. Hmm. Culture of fear. I mean, hmm. look, look at Gronkowski having the time of his life in the, the offseason. Now he's got to go back <laughs> to Belichick, kiss the ring, shut the fuck up on the sideline. Can't dance on the after touchdown. I mean, really? Well, who, who on, on that touchdown celebration that he got in trouble by Belichick, wasn't Brandon Cooks like on his back or something? Yeah, on that on that play. <laughs> yes. I, I I don't even remember being, yeah, being like a story. Yeah, like he had like, he had this touchdown celebration and, and Belichick was pissed. Really? That he celebrated. And I think Brandon Cooks was like on his back or something. Mm-hmm. So um, that's it. Did it they just, see any of our touchdown I mean, celebrations? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We wrote the book on uh, touchdown celebrations moving forward. Yeah. Best celebration of the year. From the NFL. Got to work for that. All right, Evan, let's take it. Uh, let's kill the Jeopardy music and take it, it around up. the league. Yeah, where Evan takes us to other topics around the NFL where we uh, we discuss. Yes. Uh, I went a little bit uh, outside the box this time with, uh, with my uh, topics I wanted to talk about. The first okay. one I read this morning about, uh, you guys remember Stedman Bailey? Yeah, the receiver? The receiver. Yeah. Yep. He's looking to make a comeback in the NFL I had no idea, or maybe I just forgot about this story. He was shot in the head twice three years ago. What? Uh, Yeah. He was a Rams receiver. He was a Rams receiver, and he was at a pro day um, the other day, and he's looking to make a comeback on a roster. What, What do you guys think about that? It's fucking amazing well, it's that fucking he's alive, first of all. Yeah, and a yeah, chance. Good, good, good for him for yeah. even being able, to, uh, being able to, to, to come back like that. I, I don't know. It depends on what kind of shape st- he's I'm, in. My mouth well, on the like practice squad of some right sort. Now. Like, you get shot in the head. And you're yeah. yeah. That, there's yeah. videos of him online right now. Uh, don't, he, don't speak about getting shot in the head in videos online. No, no, no. no, no. Did, I'm not talking about that. Did you fucking stumble across that one yet? Yeah, yeah. What the That guy survived, I saw. He survived? Yeah. I read an article this morning. That guy survived. I'm not trying, I'm not trying in, I think he's video. in like critical condition. That's crazy. Still, but yeah, that shit was fucking wild. That, that, that shit, that shit was. Don't I play don't, with guns, for Christ's sake. No, don't, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Holy shit. What else? What else you got? Uh, you're you're so, not talking about the the girls uh, snorting condoms. No, oh my God, oh, come nah, on, I, man. Any any time I see like a weird new fad like yeah. Tide Pods or condoms, that's what I was gonna I, say. I what do you think? Trox doesn't talk on the mic. Um, so. 
much to Gail's dismay and maybe your guys as well, I found a way to fit the masters in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. I don't like the word there. master, okay? Uh, oh, the man. masters is... Well, talking about no goddamn masters. <laughs> the masters golf tournament is this weekend, and they came out with a statement earlier uh, this week saying that there will be some banned phrases. You know how... Maybe not. You guys don't know how. But after... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we clearly don't. After a shot is made, people just yell. Yell hole. shit. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. One of the phrases that will now get you banned... From the masters, from even for, they'll they'll toss you out. You can't yell "dilly dilly." Wow, of course, it's a spot, that's an outrage. Yeah, that's no, an that's outrage. That's not an outrage. Is I mean, I understand coin, why it's coin say phrase that. now. It's, it's free it, advertising. It, 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 it's free advertising. You know, what I mean, it's it's the same reason why you can't wear Beats headphones on an NFL sideline. You have to wear the Bose headphones. Mm -hmm. If 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 di if Bud Light was an official sponsor of the Masters, oh, you bet you could yell "dilly." They'd have "dilly dilly." What if they, what if they say "Philly Philly"? Well, That's, I encourage that. Yeah, I encourage that all day long. Is that some sort of loophole they can get through? Yes. I don't know. I, I, hey, listen. Philly you, special. Is Tony Romo playing in the Masters by chance? Because I know he I played doubt. the last golf tournament and he was like last place. I doubt he'd be playing in the Masters. Yeah, you, you, know, you know it's the NFL offseason when we're sitting here talking about fucking golf. Yeah, that's uh, sad. We'll, we'll veer away from that. Yes, please. Okay, so I, uh, I I did a little bit of looking on my uh, betting website today. Okay. And I was looking at the uh, the odds. No, I thought you were a poor college student. I am a poor college student. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I just make myself a poorer college student. With <laughs> stupid decisions. I'll bet you some <laughs> no wonder you didn't go to church, you fucking, <laughs> you fucking degenerate. <laughs> Take money out of the, uh, the what's that thing called? I don't even know. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway, go. Um, so there are the odds for the Super Bowl champions this year. Eight out of we we're talking about how strong the NFC is. Mm -hmm. Eight out of the ten top teams NFC are NFC teams. The top out of the top three, three uh, two of them are AFC. We got the Pats as the number one uh, team to, uh, to win. Steelers. And, and then the Steelers at yeah. number three with the Eagles sandwiched between them. But then it goes Packers, Vikings, Rams, Cowboys, 49ers jumping why, up there. Why is the Cowboys? Falcons, Saints. Huh? Yeah. How the Cowboys? In that order. Up, I'm with E. How the hell are the Cowboys up there? Uh -huh. We well, heard Jerry Jones today. I didn't read the article. He's but, an but, idiot. But, but, the, but the gap between the Eagles and the Cowboys isn't that far apart. Take a look at your defense, homie. Take a look at that defense. Like they have might, Sean Lee. It, well, <laughs> when they have Sean Lee, and they still, and they still lose. Listen, I like I like the Hearn signing. It's, it gives them a legitimate number two besides that. You know, beside Dez Bryant. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott is a guy who can control the clock. That offense is is potent. Uh, but, but that Tyron Smith built, back is not. But but they're not built for a shootout. Like they're built for ground and pound style football. If you're going to give up 21 points every game like that within the first half, you're not re relying on Zeke. You're now trying to chuck the ball down the yep. field. It's al it's almost counterproductive to have such a strong offensive line with such a strong run game and then have just a shit piss poor defense mm -hmm. that can't uh, they can't make stops if you're can't playing get from off behind, the field yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's just, I don't know why a Jerry Jones said that B why the Cowboys would be considered that high I'm Jerry Jones I'm Jerry Jones all right so the last thing this is just a uh, this Jones. is just a question <laughs> in regards to our tailgates okay so I want to know uh, out of, out of each of you guys what is the most I called it the most Philly Philly or the most the ballsiest move you've seen at a tailgate, whether it's an attempted pickup line, whether it's a Bills fan-esque jump through a table. What's the ballsiest move you've seen at one of our tailgates? 
Ballsiest move. Uh, it, That's he's, a thing. He's, he's got a shit-eating... Mike's got a shit-eating grin on his face. Uh, I mean... My mom-in-law pretty much twerked in front of a wow. police car. Yeah. So. Twerked in front, twerked on a police car. Yeah. Your mother-in-law wow. twerked on a police yeah, car. Pretty she much. was smashed, That's dude. Pretty. I don't hey, know why. Ken, I had Man. a babysit. Yo, that wedding would be fire, though. <laughs> <because> <laughs> the mom is twerking on top of a police That would be a party. Uh, I think that one takes the cake, man. Yeah. Well, That's maybe. kind of hard to top, big, honestly. Big, big Cheryl dancing. That's yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, Big, big Cheryl, when he gets enough drinks in him, he, like... He gets into the sisters, you know what I mean? He kind of he, he, he kind of migrates there and starts wiggling around like towards the black girls and trying to... It's so funny to see this old, bald guy I trying mean, to get in I mean, if you see Big sister. Shirley's nipple, you know the party is lit. Okay. <laughs> what about Puga sliding into the uh, the porta potties? Yeah. 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 You know, Puga's always a good one when he comes back with that grin the on Puga his face. Pounding. That, yeah, the Getting Puga. some brown love. Yeah, yeah. Did you smash? Um, having, having love in the porta potty. I would just say the, the, the most unique <laughs> yeah. thing about the, the tailgates, especially this year, because we're really in a, only our second year of what Hardcore is the 4th tailgate. of John yeah. tailgates, is just the amount of, I would say, celebrities that stop by. Mm -hmm. And really, they put it out on social All media. All famers, like, you mean? Well, yeah. Who, where should I go for a tailgate? And they just get flooded with stop Kyle by 4th and John, stop especially. by 4th and John. We had Randy Charles Moss. Woodson, Randy Moss. We had uh, Jamal Jackson. Steve Smith Parker. stopped by, or is yeah. that just Elijah yeah. Qualls just fucking stopped? Yeah, by he stopped over at home with us for a couple hours. I'm like, yeah, you, uh, can I tell you, can I ask you a couple questions about Fletcher Cox? <laughs> and he just sat there, you know, just started just telling me everything. I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> there is no coincidence why NFL Network sets up like right across from our tailgate scene, and that's because F1 is always the most lit. Uh, it's always popping, baby. I can't wait till next year. Like, yo, people didn't uh, even recognize. Uh, Charles Woodson because Randy Moss was there. <laughs> They're like, yo, Randy Moss is here. And that other guy, that's mm. fucking... The Hall of Famer, you <laughs> mean? fucking Woodson, bro. <laughs> yeah. Spe speaking of which, speaking of uh, uh, lit, lit tailgates and, and what we're planning for the home opener, uh, the license plate guy, New York Giants jersey, zero Super Bowl jersey, pot is now at like 7200 so we got $2,800 left to go. We have until June to meet our $10,000 goal. And again, uh, all that money gets donated to the J Fund, the Tom Coughlin J Fund Foundation, which aids families with children who are battling childhood cancer, uh, who are going through the most difficult of time. All the money is wired via GoFundMe directly to them. Mm -hmm. We never see the money. We never touch the money. It goes right to these families in need. We're at 7,200. We got 2,800 to go, and we got till June to meet that goal to basically wash away any chance of any Giants fans uh, outbidding us for the jersey. And when we get that jersey, I cannot wait to burn that motherfucker right in the parking lot, put that thing to rest, send, send that thing the hell where it belongs and just put a uh, put a wrap on it, man. Any final thoughts uh, as we close up this episode of 4th and John? Uh, we're Super Bowl champions. Uh, guys yeah, you saw my line. <laughs> we just won the fucking Super Bowl, you John motherfucker! <laughs> I love it. Eric, plug your uh, Instagram and Twitter real quick. 
Yes, uh, at Illustrative Creations, Illustrative underscore Creations, C-R-E-8-I-O-N-S. Appreciate you stopping by, homie, and sharing all your stories about your uh, cleats for claws. Thanks for having me. Thank you uh, for becoming part of the Wildfire Sports family. Yes, we sir. Appreciate Welcome appreciate to the fam, please, uh, please check Welcome out the website. The, the Skull Baby t-shirt, man. Hot seller. Make sure you get on that. They are going like hotcakes. And as we always do, let's close it out with a... E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles! Eagles football? We're talking Eagles football. You're listening to Fourth and John. Wait, what the f is a John anyway? Surprise, motherfucker. We just won the fucking Super Bowl, you John motherfucker! Go Bears! Go Bears! Too fucking easy! He wasn't ready. It doesn't matter! Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. You can't handle the truth. Surprise, surprise, baby! Okay, fuck! No!